One of our viewers left a comment saying he appreciated how we don't curse on the show. But boy, do I want to. Find out why next on Locked on Yankees. You are Locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias, alongside my producer, Steve Granado. Steve, what's going on? Huh. Not offense. No. No. Um, today on Locked On Yankees, of course, if you are watching on our YouTube side, then you can drop comments here on this episode and we will answer your questions on friday as always that's the case here on lockdown yankees so make sure you drop a comment down below um what do you have to ask i'm sure you have questions so drop them down below <laughs> uh, we got game two preview as always in our final uh run uh of course we have some injury updates we couldn't get to for monday show carlos rodana lou trevino and first, stacy the offense struggled against sunny gray seven shutout frames in the opener in a chilly 40-degree Minneapolis. You know, I wish I was into gambling and that I, you know, did more with FanDuel because I would have bet on Sunday Gray doing this tonight. You could feel it. You knew it as soon as it lined up this way for this series and with the way the offense was not doing anything the last few games, it just felt like a Sunny Gray is going to shut down the Yankees' start, and that's exactly what happened. His curveball looked great. Yeah. It was it was perfect. I mean, he got Franchi a couple times. Like, I mean, his off-speed stuff was working great. A lot of ground balls, a lot of ground balls, uh, which is uncharacteristic for the Yankees. Yeah, this is the thing that bothers me. Um, when the Yankees had Sonny Gray, I was frustrated with the fact that he didn't do well with them. And then I got frustrated with the fact that the Yankees were basically trying to change him, which was why he didn't do as well in New York. They were trying to make him throw pitches that he didn't feel comfortable throwing. And... He has turned himself into a better pitcher again. And it's just frustrating to watch this because that happened to a few guys that the Yankees had in the last few years. This was before Matt Blake came to the Yankees. Uh, things aren't quite the same as they were, but it's just frustrating to see this. Um, and I know Yankee fans are probably livid right now, but, um, you know, good for him. It's good that he turned things around because, you know, when a guy fails in New York, it sometimes puts like um, like a cloud over him in a way like, oh, we couldn't make it to the big lights of New York. But I'm I'm I don't like him pitching well against the Yankees, but I'm glad that he turned things around for himself. Yeah, I mean, he's having a great start to the season. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I'll be the first to admit I had written him off uh, two years ago. I completely written him off. I was like, man, why? Because, I mean, again, we've talked about it a hundred times, but I'm an Angels fan. And, you know, Angels have not had pitching for years, essentially, until really this year, uh, last year. But, uh, you know, the, the the rumors of let's get Sonny Gray, let's get Sonny Gray. And I'm going, for what? For what? <laughs> um, for this? Yeah. For this? I've been proven wrong. I've been proven wrong a million times. Don't ever take anything I say uh, as Bible. I can be wrong just like you can be wrong and just like anybody can be wrong. <laughs> um, we were right, though, about this first game. Yeah. We knew that Sonny Gray against a cold Yankees lineup in a cold climate was not going to bode well. Six to one. They scored that one run in the ninth, and it could have not scored had they come home with the throw. Right. 
they also had a chance in the eighth, you know, and it was it was one of those games that was really annoying because, you know, the Yankees got things going a little more in the later innings. And, you know, it was just funny when they had the bases loaded. It was two outs and uh, Minnesota met on the mound. And I jokingly tweeted, I said, why are they even worried? The Yankees aren't going to do anything. And they didn't. So. Yeah, it's just big chance there. You got you got a break there to get Judge on base. Miranda with a bad yeah. throw. Rizzo comes up, and that's like a huge spot. I mean, it, that was a nasty O2 slider from Griffin Jacks. I mean, that was a filthy pitch. Um, yeah. And you could see the frustration mounting immediately from Rizzo. I mean, it's getting to these guys. Yeah. They're just not hitting over the last week and a half. Yeah. You know, Rizzo is one of the guys who is hitting. So is DJ LeMayhew. Mm-hmm. But in that spot, you want Rizzo to hit and he doesn't. So yeah, that's frustrating. And also Griffin yeah. Jacks, your name is backwards. You should be Jacks Griffin. <laughs> uh, yeah. That base is loaded in the ninth with nobody out Cabrera. I mean, you kind of have the wrong part of the lineup. Unfortunately, that spot uh, you get as well, the Cabrera on the fielder's choice that brings in the only run Trevino flies out. I thought um, they may have tried to push it to try and tag, but they didn't. Mm. Um, and then Hicks strikes out, but I'm, and look, of course, it's Hicks that has to be in that spot. <laughs> don't blame this loss on Hicks. No. <laughs> uh, but I, look, I don't like to to talk smack on umpires ever. But Rob Drake's strike zone in game one was terrible. Awful. I mean, he had a really bad strike zone. There was mean, a couple of really bad calls. Yeah. I mean, you know, the Yankees weren't doing anything, but it is frustrating. Yeah, it didn't matter much. An but it changed a couple of at-bats. Yeah, and it feels like it's all over baseball, and you'll see it throughout Twitter. And I follow that umpire auditor account, and I'm Mm. noticing that called strike accuracy is down a lot, where some of these guys hover around like 90%. I'm seeing 83s, 86s, and it's like, hmm. So I don't know what's Mm. going on with the umps, but. Well, you know what else is going on? Joey Gallo homered. That was another thing I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, sixth of the year uh, in his first game against the Yankees, a 1-0 fastball that just leaked out over the plate from Greg Weissert. Um, of course, Weissert came in for Johnny Brito. Brito just two and two-thirds, Stacy. He looked so good for the first two yeah. innings. <laughs> Retires six, six out of seven. seven. Yeah, and, and just fell apart. So, you know, and we said this about um, because the first start against the Twins was the one where he was knocked out really early and they scored all those runs against him in the first inning. And I said it about his start in his second start, you know, the start between these two. I said, if he gets out of the first, it'll make him more comfortable. And this time I was like, wow, we made it out of the second too. This is great. And then fell apart on him. Yeah. Fell apart. Couldn't get out of the third. Uh, you're forced to use your only left-handed option later on in the game. I'm going to sing that tune till the cows come home. Uh, <laughs> you have to you go to Greg Weissert early, asking to get a couple innings out of him. He did get out of a get out of that third inning nicely. Um, but Stacy, this brings us to a bigger point here. Hmm. And what I wanted to ask you: This is what's happening in New York. They are not playing good baseball. They are not hitting the ball. They're not getting runners on. They're not moving those runners. They're doing. They're not doing all the little things uh, to get a win. Right. Save a couple of guys pitching. The bullpen has been good. Uh, Garrett Cole has obviously been good. Nestor's been good. Uh, but is this reality? Like, is, is this the new reality for the New York Yankees here in 2023? Is no. this the real team? No, it's not. <laughs> How can you be so sure, Stacy? 
I know, I know that there, over the last couple of days, in our comments, there have been a lot of freaked out Yankees fans. And yes, I know some can be over the top. All fans can do that. But how can you be so sure, Stacy, that this is the not the real New York Yankees? Because uh, I'm nearly 49 years old. I've watched a lot of Yankees baseball, and I've seen bad Yankees teams. And uh, no, this is just a bad phase. I feel like when people come back, when some pitchers come back, if they come back, um, you know, they might not be as good as they were last year. Let's just get that out of the way. And they might have to like sneak into the playoffs, but this isn't a bad team. They're just having a bad run right now and people need to kind of calm down. And I know people are going to say, everyone keeps saying it's April, but it's almost May is next week. I know. Just breathe. That's arbitrary. Everyone, everyone breathe. It's okay. Right now, that they're bad. <laughs> yes. I don't, I don't see this lasting. When, when players come back, mm. Bader's the obvious, yes. but is Bader enough right now it might be like I said in a few episodes ago I feel like the combination of Bader and Volpe could get this team going maybe I also feel like and I can't believe I'm saying this ugh, I feel like the captain needs to kind of step up here because uh I think the captain needs to start doing his thing um we're nearly a month into the season and you know I know Judge isn't like a a loud boisterous dude but I feel like he needs to start being the captain and being like, dudes, what's going on here? We got to step up. And he needs to step up a little bit too. Um, but yeah, no, they're not this bad. It's not going to last that long. It might be a little longer though, because after this, they go to Texas and Texas is playing really well. Um, so, you know, they're getting this run of tough teams right now. And, you know, there will be a lull in the schedule a little bit when they play teams that they should beat um but right now this is kind of a tough part of the season and uh you know right now they're not doing well against the tough part of the season but again they're not playing with a full roster they're not playing with everyone they expected to play with and this isn't the team that's going to be the same team in august i'm telling you right now i would bet my hair but i don't want to risk it you said august stacy that's at this pace too late there's no 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 the, but i mean yeah I, no. I know i know i know but i'm saying like what 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 is your timeline like what when do you think because i know yankees fans want to know and i we try to look into the crystal ball here <laughs> but for you like how long is this like how long can you weather this storm when tampa is building a ridiculous lead already in the east like at some point it's insurmountable it doesn't matter how well you play really yeah um, I know these are tough questions. I, I hate to put you on the spot, but I know this is what Yankees fans are thinking. I would say get worried by right before Memorial Day. <laughs> After they're in Toronto, because they're in Toronto, I think mid-May. Like from that point on, if things don't get better, then I would start to worry. But I, you know, like worry, but not, you know, panic. You can worry now, but don't panic yet. It's too early to panic. Yeah, I, Does that yeah make sense? I just think like you could be yeah, worried I mean, about even, how they're playing. I'm just saying still, if you play 10 games over five moving, you know, for the rest of the season, which is good baseball overall with ups and downs, it's still not enough. Yeah. Even if if Tampa plays just 500 ball or even five under, it's not enough. It's just yeah. not enough. It, that's yes. You know, you, you can be like, well, it's early. And I know a lot of people will say that. And I still think that's valid. Um, but at some point, 
it you know it's it's getting it's getting late early and Tampa keeps winning. They just keep winning. Every win counts the same whether it's in April or it's in September. True. Flat out. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm sure you have thoughts. Drop them in the comment section here on YouTube. I know you're freaking out. Don't freak out too hard, but I think your worries are valid. I think they are because that back end of that lineup, even if it gets a couple of guys going, I mean, how long do you wait for French Cordero to get going? I mean, what what is that leash? Is, is he here all season? I don't know. What what moves can even be done? It's not like a bunch of dudes are raking in, in Scranton right now. Yeah. It's like Andre Shaparo. Is Andre Shaparo going to turn your team around? No knock to him. I think he's a great ball player. But I don't think he's the answer to turn everything around. No offense. Anyway, let us know how you feel. Um, of course, you can catch Game 2 tonight, 740 Eastern in Minnesota, out of Target Field on the SiriusXM app. And, of course, on SiriusXM, all you have to do is have a trial or a subscription. Coming up in a second, we have some injury updates to Rodon and Trevino, so you want to stick around. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on MLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash locked on MLB. Hey, back here on Locked On Yankees. Time to chat a little bit about these injury updates. Are they updates? I don't really know. They're. <laughs> what you need to know it's weird uh hey thanks for making us your first listen by the way to the everydayers out there we love you we appreciate you coming up on tomorrow's show we'll hopefully have some offense to talk about i mean it, it is time it is time to <laughs> the yankees score five runs four runs uh with with nestor on the mound that'd be nice um carlos Rodon. Mm. how many times are we gonna i feel like every week we got a update for right. you stacy what is the update for carlos Rodon? he played catch on sunday his back issues continue there's still no official timeline and they're still waiting for him to throw his first bullpen so not great but also not terrible because there isn't yes there's a setback but it's not a bad setback if that makes sense it's not like no, he re-injured really. something um like i said this is an update yeah it's like, like it, it's it's a holding pattern right <laughs> yeah we're in a time loop just oh. yeah this i is, wish uh, we had better news today stace i know this is this is um this is a downturn <laughs> this is an episode dude uh <laughs> We're sorry, guys. I mean, you know, if we could make it happier, we would. But there's really. <laughs> this is it. This is this... a reality. Again, this is a reality for the Yankees right now. Mm -hmm. uh, Rodon is not going to be back by end of April. Because I think we're that's... 
at the end of April. It's, yeah. um, <laughs> checks watch end of April. Uh, that was our initial timeline back in spring training, right? Was by end of April. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm looking at it going second week of May. Mm-hmm. Maybe. He's got to throw that pen. He's got to he, throw that pen. That's the most important thing. If he can get through that bullpen and not have any issues with the original injury, which was an arm injury, and then hopefully get his back in check. Uh, yeah, the back is tricky. We saw it with Rizzo. He's been fine. But yeah, that's a very tricky injury to have for both positions, pitcher and catcher, because, you know, I mean, your yeah. back is really, <laughs> as someone who has injured their back and has felt it for the past 25 years, it's it's just, it's not a fun body part to hurt because once you hurt it, you will never be the same the rest of your life. It's unbelievable. Second injury update. Oof. Lutravino. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Uh, UCL strain has halted his rehab. Yeah, it is. It's this has been the, the injury the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the throwing elbow, which, hey, you ever watch baseball before? You know what that is. Yeah. 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 It's He's funny. He, speaking of holding pattern, they have yeah. just stopped him. Just yeah. dead stop. Don't do anything. It's funny watching a guy pitch in real time. You see their what their arms do, but when you see a picture of what the elbow is doing when a guy pitches it's gross and you're and you think to yourself (laughs) how are more guys not snapping their elbows when they pitch honestly you know it's it's unbelievable what the human body is capable of doing (laughs) Um, with pitching it's not a natural thing either um so I'm amazed more guys don't injure their elbows at this point, and especially with how hard a lot of these guys are throwing now. Um, but this is disappointing. And uh, yeah, that doesn't help. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, never, never, never. If there's only one takeaway you take away from this episode today, never forget that pitching is the direct opposite of what we're supposed to be doing with our bodies. Really just what it is. It's, it really it's not is. how the arm works. No. Have, have you ever looked at a shoulder? Yeah, I know. I don't Have understand. Have you ever looked at a ball and socket in your shoulder? Yeah. It does not. It's not supposed to rotate that way. Lift your arm straight up in the air. Does it feel great? Not right. really. Yeah. Now throw it around. <laughs> yeah. I was doing a warm up for a Peloton class and they were having me do And I'm like, I can't get my elbow or I can't get my shoulder as high as a pitcher does. I'm like, this is, no. this doesn't feel no. right. It yeah. goes completely against your shoulder's body, like how your body works. That's why softball pitchers last way better mm-hmm. um anyway again lighthearted episode today folks but this is the reality this is what's going on again <laughs> trevino is in a holding pattern rodan semi holding pattern we're waiting to see when he can throw that first bullpen. but at least bader bader's on his way back i mean that's positive uh, yeah there you go there you go take that away for you uh game two tonight against the twins again 740 eastern on the sirius xm app we're going to talk about that game in just a moment
so rare is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 major league baseball teams unlike other fantasy baseball platforms so rare managers truly own their fantasy experience collecting buying selling and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards win or lose you still own your cards and there's no cost to play MLB game weeks happen twice weekly, and they're three to four days. That's how long the cycle is. And at the end of each week, so rare MLB managers who rank at the top or near the top of their leaderboards will win a variety of rewards. It can include a bunch of things, including game tickets, signed jerseys, and VIP experiences. Prizes may vary depending on the competition. Head to SoRare.com slash LockedOn, that's spelled S-O-R-A-R-E.com, to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's SoRare.com slash LockedOn to start playing today. Back here, Locked On Yankees. Let's chat about tonight's game two, Stacy. 740 Eastern from Target Field. Nestor on the bump against Joe Ryan. Uh, last time out for Nestor. Remember, he carried a no-no uh, fairly deep. What was into the fifth or sixth inning against the Angels before surrendering a couple hits in a row? Ended up getting tagged with three earned, four hits, two walks, seven Ks. What are your go-tos for Nestor Cortez to try and get the Yankees back on track? Um... I don't think it's his responsibility. I think it's the offense's responsibility. I think if he, you know, at this point with the way the offense is, even if he keeps them to only two or three, it might not, (laughs) it might be too much, you know? Um, And I don't want to say Nestor has to go out and pitch a complete game shutout, but it almost feels like. Boy, how huge would that be? (laughs) I know. That would be so huge. But it feels like he needs to. It feels like he needs to have the kind of uh, start that Cole had against the Twins right it was the twins right on that sunday game um i feel like he needs to do the same thing because if the offense isn't doing much and only scoring one maybe two runs um you know or a combination of cortez and bullpen guys if cortez can maybe stretch it out to seven innings he did six last time if he could stretch to seven be huge uh game one weissert abreu peralta cordero all pitched Mm. And you're in the midst of no days off. Either yeah. that or you need a snow out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need some help. You need yeah. some help. Mother Nature needs to come in and help. Yeah. Uh, yeah. E- yeah. Either the combination. Yeah. If you can get, I know this is greedy, but man, you get eight out of them. Massive. Absolutely massive. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'd take six again. I'd take seven, obviously. And anything above that is just gravy. If you can get it. Uh, Joe Ryan last time out three earned against. Boston, six innings of work, uh, a walk, three Ks, and three hits. So, I don't know, glass half fulling. I mean, on paper, Yankees offense is better than Boston's offense. Mm. Maybe <laughs> tonight's the night they wake up and go on a plus 20 game tear. Um, yeah, I, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's really odd because, you know, they played Minnesota four games in New York. They split it. And now they've lost this, which means they've lost three out of five to the Twins, which doesn't usually happen. So this is just sure. really odd. Um, you know, and I, I've been since I've had this show five years, I've been telling Yankee fans at some point the Twins are going to win a series against the Yankees. And at some point they're going to kind of turn their uh, fortunes around and uh, 
It could be now. They're starting to. Yeah. yeah. They could do it tonight. They could do it tonight. That pitching mm-hmm. staff is just good. I mean, it just is. Yeah. And and with the emergence of Sonny Gray, it's just made it better. I mean, we talked about Pablo Lopez last time. The uh, the Yanks faced him and we're like, hey, this kid's dude. This this guy's a dude. Like, <laughs> he's just good. Man. He just Straight happened up. to be up against a really good Garrett Cole that day. Yeah. It just <laughs> happened to work out. Uh, that easily could have been a loss for the Yankees. Yeah. Uh, anyway. That game too tonight again, 740 Eastern on the SiriusXM app and of course on SiriusXM. Anywhere, wherever you listen to it, however you listen to it, you can catch tonight's game at 740. Tomorrow, Unlocked on Yankees. Again, hopefully we have some good news. Hopefully we have some good stuff to talk about. We will see where the Yankees stand at that point. I think they need a big bounce back game. We talked about it last week, remember, going the Yankees lose what at that point was this series against the Angels then watch for them to spiral. They barely won that series, <laughs> and they still spiraled. They yeah. are spiraling right now. They need a stop game. Nestor needs to be the savior. We'll see. Hopefully, that becomes the case for us to chat about with you tomorrow. Hit the subscribe button here on YouTube or, of course, on whatever audio platform is of your choosing. That's going to do it for today. I'm Steve Granado. And I'm Stacey Gatsoulias. We'll see you tomorrow.